You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk about what it's like to be back in school as adults. But first, let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Sarah? I want to say how glad I am I took my bike in to get some service. I think it's one of those things where you get acclimated to something being bad and then it keeps getting worse and worse and then you realize how bad it truly is. So with my brakes, I think I had worn out the back brakes because you use those the most. Mm -hmm. So instead of going and spending $10 and replacing them, I just started using the front brake. (laughs) And then that one wore out. And then both of them were horrible where I was embarrassed to break because it was so loud on the road of metal on metal. It was horrible. So I brought it in, got everything fixed up. When I went to pick up the bike, the person said, the mechanic wanted to let you know the next time you should bring it in sooner to get the brake pads replaced. You were like, roger that. I was like, yes, I know. Don't worry. I'm thoroughly embarrassed about the situation because it's not great for your wheel to have that happening. But when I rode it home the whole time, I just kept thinking, this is a dream. This is a literal (laughs) dream, riding my bike with silent brakes that work so effectively. Note to self, don't wait so long next time. (laughs) I do love that feeling, though, of getting something fixed and being like, it's like brand new. I love it so much. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was money well spent. I've felt that way with inflating my tires. (laughs) on my bike (laughs) you know where they're like really low and then you get on you're like I'm flying (laughs) yes I do love that feeling as well what is new with you friend we got great news yesterday Pepper has been participating in the Pfizer COVID vaccine trial since August so he had dose one and two three weeks apart in that late summer time and we didn't know if he had a placebo or had gotten a vaccine. Mm -hmm. Today was our day for unblinding. They called last night and they said, do you want to be unblinded now? And I said, yes, I do. (laughs) I want to know. And he's vaccinated. Yay. So it's really exciting because of the ineffectiveness that they've seen with just two doses in the under five-year-old age group. He did get a third dose today and had to have blood work. But now we know and We're so thankful that we had the opportunity for him to do that. And I am thankful for you for participating. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. What's your book, Sarah? I read Arsenic and Adobo by Mia Menensala. In this book, we meet Lila, who catches her fiancé cheating and moves home to Shady Palms from Chicago to rebuild her life. Her family owns a Filipino restaurant on the main strip of the town called Tita Rosie's, and she spends her days helping out there. Her ex-boyfriend from high school is a restaurant reviewer in town and comes to eat there and dies before the meal is over. Oh, no. Someone is trying to frame Lila for the murder, and she must investigate herself to prove her innocence. There were such good food descriptions in this book. Mm. It made me hungry in the best kind of way while I was reading. (laughs) Love it. I also loved the family relationships and the discussions of culture in small town America. Overall, it was witty and fun. The tone really reminded me of Finley Donovan. I love that book. Same. 
I would absolutely recommend it. It was a fun, cozy mystery and also had excellent audio. What have you been reading? I finished yesterday The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers. This is sci-fi focused primarily on the crew of the Wayfair, whose job it is to punch holes in space to make tunnels that people can go through to get places faster. Hmm. So this book has a very strong Firefly vibe. Did you ever watch that show? No, I did not. There's this awesome sci-fi show that was canceled after like 12 episodes or something, and it ended up having this huge following, and then they made a feature-length film about it because it was like a cult classic kind of thing, but it's very similar to that. Mm -hmm. If Firefly had been more diverse characters in terms of species, sexuality, and gender, which is what this book had, and it was awesome. Mm. It was a compelling story that made me want to find out what would happen, but there were also these really nice insights into the characters and their families of origin and history and their culture as a species along the way, which I found really cool in terms of world building. So I would absolutely recommend this one. This is the first of four, and I will be reading them all. Hmm, interesting. Let's move on to our topic for today, being back in school as adults. First, let's talk about the particulars of going back to school. So I started this fall. I am going back to school for my master's in library and information science. After working in the library for a couple of years, it became clear that you really need to have an MLS or MLIS in order to move forward in the organization. Mm -hmm. While I love my job right now, I wanted to go ahead and go back to school so that when I'm ready for something different, I'll be prepared rather than getting to the point where I am wanting to take a forward step and then at that point need to spend three years going back to school. That's such good forward thinking of you, Sarah. I hope that that is what it is. One thing that has been hard for me is that I really do enjoy my current position and my current hours. And so I've had these doubts as well of, do I really want a position that requires an MLIS because Mm. all of those positions are full time? Oh, such a good question. As listeners may know, I already have one grad degree that I'm not using and I'm really not attempting to collect more (laughs) for the sake of having them. But it does feel like one of those things that's good to get going in advance of needing it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that will all work out. I keep reminding myself that so much can change in three years in terms of where our family is Mm -hmm. and what I am looking for in terms of a family and work balance and just keeping an open mind as I move forward. Sounds great. What are the details of your school situation? I started nursing school in a program called the Accelerated Master's in Nursing Pathway at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, which we call UAB, just this January. So this is a program that's specifically for people who already have a bachelor's degree in something else. And if you've heard of an accelerated BSN, it's a lot like that. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, they made it a master's and what they call an entry-level master's. And I think the reasoning behind that is so that people who've already gotten financial aid for one bachelor's degree can get more financial aid if they need it, Mm. which is, I think, thoughtful, makes it kind of more accessible. So what is the degree title that you'll have when you're done? I'll have a master's of science in nursing, but it's not an MSN where I could sit for like a nurse practitioner board exam. Okay. I'll just sit for the RN board exam. 
So you will be an RN Mm -hmm. when you are working. Yes. About a year from now, I'll be able to sit for the RN boards and be hired as like a regular nurse. Mm -hmm. This is a career change for me. Listeners who have been with us a while will know that I was previously working as a science journalist and also that I have a PhD in biology that I was using in that line of work. Mm -hmm. That job was a really good fit for me while my kids were little, and it was a really good fit in terms of the portability of it while our family was really focused on supporting Andrew and his career growth. But I have been ready for a while to do something that's more in the community and with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm also interested in eventually becoming a certified nurse midwife. And this nursing program that I'm doing is a good first step toward that. All right. So Sarah, what's the format of your program and how many classes are you taking in a semester? My program is online only. And this program was online even before COVID. At first, I thought I wanted to do in-person and go to school at IU Bloomington. I thought it would be so nice to be able to meet people and have that social and networking component. Mm -hmm. But multiple people told me that the program that I'm in, which is through IUPUI in Indianapolis, is better suited if you want a career in public libraries and that the program at IU is better if you want to go into archives or special collections Mm. or academia. Okay. Since I know I want to go the public library route, IUPUI made more sense. And while I do think the networking would be great and I miss that feeling of having a cohort, the flexibility of being online has been really great for fitting it into my life. Mm Mm-hmm. So I am taking two classes a semester so far. At this rate, I think I'll finish in around two and a half years. So December 2023. Just slowly plodding my way through. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think about taking more classes of doing three in a term, but I think that would push me beyond the point of feeling like I am able to include the things in my life that I love. I've already seen so much of my free time diminish with taking on school, which was expected. But I think if I did more than two, it would be much too far in that direction. And even if I finished a semester or so earlier, I do not think the cost would be worth it. Mm -hmm. So do you take classes every semester, like fall, summer, spring? My current plan is to do two fall, two spring, and then one in the summer. Nice. So my program is full-time in-person for three semesters. It is fast and furious. So like I said, next December or January, I'll be ready to sit for the nursing boards. And I think I can start applying to nursing jobs as early as September and then hopefully be placed in the unit at the hospital where I get hired for my preceptorship, which is the bulk of our fall semester, mm-hmm. is on-the-job type learning. Yeah. That's my hope. But it is, like, really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a lot of class. I'm at UAB for class Monday through Thursday between three and eight hours a day, depending on the day. And then I have a 10-hour clinical at the hospital on Saturdays. This first semester is heaviest on the class, and then we have more and more clinic as we go. So I'll have more clinic in the summer and then even more in the fall to get that intensive clinical learning experience. And as a result of that, I have stepped back from most of my other work, Mm -hmm. though I have still been teaching a science communication class in the graduate school at UAB that is online and fully asynchronous. So every two weeks we start a new unit and I prepare that. And then I 
am reading my students' work. But other than that, it's not too much time for me. And then I'm doing a little bit of writing here and there as offers for jobs come in. Mm-hmm. My ongoing contracts that I had, they have completely ground to a halt. Makes sense. It would be hard to add in much more on top of full-time school. Uh-huh. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what are the hardest things for you about being in school as a grown-up, Sarah? I think that loss of free time is really hard. And everything about the time that I have feels really compressed. I am not used to having something hanging over my head that I need to get done. Mm every week. And I don't love that feeling (laughs) because my job is such a, you go there and you do it. And when you're home, you're home Mm -hmm. and it doesn't bleed over into my life at home. Going back to that, needing to manage my time, needing to figure out how to fit it in, dealing with the mental aspect of knowing there's these things I need to accomplish. So even when I'm doing something for myself, having that be there, that's all been a challenge for sure. Yeah. It has also been hard to figure out a new division of labor that makes sense and Mm. getting the basic household management done in the time that Neil and I have because me taking on more stuff, Neil still had the same amount. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there is just less time than there was before to get everything done and Figuring out a system that makes the most sense. I don't think we're quite there yet, but we are working on it. Yeah, that's definitely my hardest thing is balancing all the house management and parenting with the full-time school. Because like you said, I have a co-parent, co-house person in Andrew, but it doesn't make a difference if there's not enough time in the day for us to do all this Mm -hmm. stuff. Yes, We have hired a really lovely babysitter and an awesome house cleaner, but there's still Mm -hmm. so much to do. And then that's when everything's working perfectly, that there's still so much to do. And then things fall apart, like somebody gets sick, like I've been Mm. sick or the kids have been sick and have had to stay home from school. And then that throws everything off. And then it's like, okay, I have to be in lab and I have to be at my clinical, but I can zoom into my classes if I have an excuse. So I'll be home with the sick child on Tuesday and Wednesday, and you be home on Monday and Saturday. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> it is. What are the best things about being back in school as a grown-up? I really love having a new challenge and learning the new information, I feel like it has reinvigorated my enjoyment of my job. Working in a library has made school better because I have direct experience that I can connect with what Mm. we're learning. Mm -hmm. And I think school has made my work better because it gives me a chance to learn more and think differently about the work that I'm doing. So I have really loved that interplay between the two. I love that. That's awesome. What have been the best things for you? I love being out of the house and meeting people (laughs) and learning things. The other thing is that it's such a different thing to be in such a focused program that moves so fast. You know, Mm -hmm. they are basically prepping us to be safe nurses who can pass the board exam in a year. And then everything else will like learn on the job. And that's in such sharp contrast to a liberal arts degree or to a PhD, which are the other two degrees that I have. Mm -hmm. And I really like it. It's so very purposeful. 
And I think that's great since it also doesn't feel like this is something I could manage for longer than those three semesters. Yeah. Do you have any tips or resources to share about being an adult in school? I think making sure that the outcome is worth it. I spoke a little bit about this before where I do think it is worth it for me and I'm so enjoying the program, but fitting in one more thing has not always been easy and keeping that big picture in mind has helped. Conversely, I have really tried to narrow my focus when it starts to feel overwhelming and just think about, okay, what do I have to get done this week? Because when I think about doing it for two more years, it feels really long. (laughs) Yeah. And breaking it into smaller chunks. It's like, okay, well, I can do that. I can get this part done. Mm -hmm. When I look back on how much time I had in undergraduate school and graduate school, I'm just amazed. (laughs) Because that was all we did. Yeah. Now I'm taking half the classes, but I have so much more stuff happening (laughs) in my life to trying to put it around and just thinking about what a luxury it was before compared to now. It's a real stark contrast there. Uh Uh-huh. My tips would be to find a program that caters to adult learners if you can. Mm -hmm. I am definitely still on the older side of the students in my cohort. We have 91 people, and I'm really one of probably only 10 people who are parents. Mm -hmm. But there's also a traditional Bachelor's of Science in Nursing, a BSN, that I could have done at UAB that would have been five semesters. And it's undergraduates who are in that. Yeah. They can start it the second semester of their sophomore year. So they're, what, 19? So every time I see the BSN students, they look so very young. And I'm really thankful that I'm with other adults. Mm -hmm. That feels really supportive. Obviously, we have to manage our own stuff. But there are concessions, like when we had bad weather, one of our professors said, it's fine if you want to zoom in this morning if you're worried your child's school is going to close. Mm-hmm. And so that's just something I don't think would happen with the BSNs necessarily. So that's really good. Yeah, I have felt that as well in my program. Uh And talking to another friend in town about the program at IU Bloomington here is, I think, a similar difference to what you're describing, that a lot of people just out of undergrad are there and not a lot of people with the jobs, with kids, Mm -hmm. trying to balance all of that, where I think because of the online nature of IUPUI, there's a lot of people with families and that are coming back for a second career are part of the program. Mm -hmm. And it's noticeable that the professors get that about our lives. Totally. The other thing I'll say, and I think this is specific to nursing, but there are tons of resources on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter that have helped me feel part of the nursing community and like study Mm. resources that I have found already. And I love that, too. Yeah. That's the end of our conversation about going back to school as grownups today. Listeners, we would love to hear from you if this is something you've done or something you're considering. How does that look for you? Now let's talk about what we have been eating. I tried a new recipe, well, new to me, for spinach and artichoke dip. I made it on the Super Bowl about a week ago, and it was great. It's pretty basic. You know, it has cream cheese, mayonnaise, spinach, artichokes, some seasonings, and some other cheese. We all liked it. Andrew said, that would be fine with me if you make this again. I said, great. I like it too. So if you want just a really solid, basic, hot spinach and artichoke dip, this is the one for you. Do you make it in an instant pot? What I did was I mixed up everything cold 
with my KitchenAid, mm-hmm. and then I poured it in a baking dish and put cheese on the top and baked it in the toaster oven. Mm, okay. What have you been eating, Sarah? I tried a new pot pie recipe last night. It is from Budget Bites, and it is the vegetable pot pie with cheddar biscuit topping. Mm. So you saute onions and butter, then you make a roux from that and add milk and broth so you get the thick base of the pot pie. Mm. Their recommendation was to get a bag of frozen vegetables and just dump that in mm-hmm. so there was no chopping other than the onion involved. I did a combo of various frozen vegetables we had. Uh-huh. And then you make a really simple cheddar biscuit dough. You put them on the top, put the whole thing in the oven, and it was delicious. I will say I did find the biscuit to vegetable ratio off. I wish there were more vegetables mm. per biscuit. And I like a lot of biscuit. Right. <laughs> but in the future, I would add even more vegetables and maybe increase the roux recipe mm. slightly to make more. Yeah, I feel like I always want more sauce in a pot pie than people tell me to make in a recipe. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think I just like sauce. <laughs> more is more. Agree. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes in your podcast player or on our website, friendlierpodcast.com. You can also leave us a comment there or on Instagram. We're at friendlierpodcast or email us friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. I'm not sure I like science fiction. I know. Sometimes I don't think I like science fiction either, but I think the problem is that I don't like science fiction that's like about annoying man wars. (laughs) 